Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Post-game adjustments. Lenny Donovan coming at you tonight, talking all things Dallas Cowboys, the season, what's going on in the NFL, playoff situations, some hot sports takes or opinions on the Dallas Cowboys, what's going to happen in the future. So, Donovan, what you got? What you got? All right. News around the NFC East. This might leak into a little bit of the playoff thing too, but so Dwayne Haskins was released from the Washington football team just yesterday, I believe, and there's one game left in the season. Now, question to you. You're Ron Rivera. He made the call, yep. checked in with the bosses, and said Dan Schneider and everybody said, hey. Dan Schneider wanted this guy like, really bad. Go for it. Go ahead and pull the trigger on it release him. That shows some control. It does. It shows some power in the house. But do you think that's the right decision at this point in the season? No. You invest a lot in this guy. Yes, he's stupid. He's a kid. Made some really dumb choices. Um, I think there was one play where Alex Smith had to go out and kneel the ball because he was taking selfies with fans. Then he goes to a strip club with his girlfriend. Yeah. With a no mask, which your yeah. coach your, your coach just went through chemotherapy not too long ago, so he's probably got yeah, a week You got people with kids on the team, elderly parents that live with them and stuff like that. Just just ignorance, right? Now, he yeah. didn't steal crab legs, <laughs> right? He didn't kill anybody. He didn't get caught with drugs. He was at a strip club. So people have done far worse and still had profitable, prolific careers in the NFL. Don't think you give up on a first-round pick like that that quick. Now, you sit him down, you have a very stern talk with him, and say, hey, listen, like we don't know the insides and outs of Washington. Like We don't know how bad he is. Like his, like We don't listen to the sports podcast for them and stuff like that. So we don't know what's going on there. He seems like a very immature, stupid kid who did some stupid stuff. And, you know, he owned it. He said he took responsibility for it. But I just think it was odd to do it before the end of the season when you're this far in the season. They get one more game. It, it, and it, it's a critical game. It could also, though, it could, it could, like, make the rest of the team realize, like, dude, the first-round pick got cut? Like, I, I'm, I'm a fifth-round pick. I'm sure. So you think it's sending a message? Yeah. I'm, I'm, it, it's showing who's, who's, who's swinging the balls there. I mean, who's got the stick? Ron Rivera's in charge. It was his decision. I still think it's crazy. Can you imagine McCarthy going to Jerry and going, "Hey, we want to, we want to trade Dak. We want no, fuck, no, not doing that." I, just, I think it's still just crazy to do it at this point in the season. Let him play one more game. Then, It'd have been nice for us if he then did. Then you get out, you know. Then, you, then what you can do is start talking to teams. Hey, I don't know. Maybe we want to trade this guy. Maybe we're going to cut him in the off yeah. season. Maybe we'll do something. We don't know, but I think it's just kind of insane to you know they find him and then they cut him, and now you've got. Heineke and you've got Alex Smith and now you're facing a game that's coming up to decide the fate of your season. I'm going to go on a limb here. If Heineke starts that game and Dallas when Dallas is in the playoffs. If Heineke starts that game, Dallas is the NFC champion. Yeah, I think we're both... Or the NFC East. We both agree. Champion. I don't think you agreed that we would beat the Eagles. Um, if, I, if you go back. No, I don't. I don't. I didn't think we would. And I knew... That Carolina would win. I talked about that. So we won that. We won that. I won that. And this one here, I'm thinking we'll beat the Giants. In your agreement with that? I hate the noon starts, but yeah. So. Well, it's a one o'clock start there. So it's not noon. Noon for us. But then it, 
comes down to Washington this, uh, the Sunday night game. Well, I don't. I still don't know why they didn't flex the Cowboys to a three o'clock start. So been, you, going from that game into the Washington so what game. What are the Cowboys going to do? They think there's going to be some watching parties going They're on? They're going to be flying back. Right? I would fly back. I would have a very quiet well, flight. So, how long does it take? Probably four hours. Uh, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four or five four hours. Four hours to get. They'll be here. They'll be here when the game starts. Yeah. They, they should be back in town. And they're going to get together, watch a game. Hopefully not in a strip club. <laughs> if they <laughs> no. do, wear masks. <laughs> Maybe go over to Dak's house, chill. Out there oh, and ponder. Yep. Or, that would be quite interesting to go to Dak's house <laughs> and watch the game. But I guess he's still part of the team. Uh, so For now. Yeah, sorry, playoffs, <laughs> playoff hopes. Washington, they lost two in a row. They need to beat the Eagles. I don't yeah. see them doing that. I really don't see them beating the Eagles. I think if Alex Smith starts, think, they beat them. I think they bounce back. I think Jalen... Is going to have a better game. Does Washington have a better defense than us? Yeah, but I, I think they have a good pass rush. The game's in Philly. But I think he could probably run on them a little bit better. And they probably might have more designed runs than they had. Against, I think they had 69 yards from him rushing. A lot of it really wasn't designed run. It was in the it beginning was, of the game, too. Yeah. Got him. And then they had to start passing to get back at the game. I really don't see them winning. <sighs> Just, man. It should have been a... The NFL would have been smart to, to flex the Cowboys to a 3 o'clock start, then have Cowboys win against the Giants going into the game that night. You would have – because now you have a situation where Cowboy fans, they have three or four hours between the games, right? Yeah. Like, you're like, ah, i got life and things are happening. But if you had had that 3 to 6 or 325, the game ends at 630, <coughs> and then Sunday night football starts, the, fans, the fandom would have just been like, okay, I'm going to watch the game. So now it's like, I mean, I'm still going to watch it. Right. The Cowboy fans are still going to watch the game. I don't think it's as tense as if the game ends. I'm like, I got to watch this one. I got to watch this one, right? Especially if the Cowboys win. I mean, that's still, that's the whole thing. If I, Dallas doesn't win, that's a moot point. Your true fans are still going to watch the game. Yeah. Because we need to see what our, our fate is locked up in that game after. But all of a sudden, man, we're going to be Philly fans. I, I, <laughs> I mean, at this point. Plus your cocks come back. And- at this point, it's like. Pick eleven, pick nineteen. I don't. It's, it's a difference, but for what we need, we got compensatory picks this year. I, mean, I think the draft's gonna be okay. It'd have been nice to have pick four, right? But then you got to think about pick four is money. What he wants. Pick nineteen. It doesn't. You're not gonna pay pick nineteen as much as you pick. You know, right. pay pick four. So which helps our salary cap issue. Which I mean, if we're gonna sign Dak to uh, uh. X amount. 45. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was listening to uh, something on, on YouTube, and essentially the Cowboys have cost themselves $50 million with the Dak stuff. They should have signed him after the 2018 season. It would have been like 24, 25. Which, if we're at that, then I'm okay. I don't think we needed to make that decision. That's the problem. It's like you... That proves to you that ownership's not, not sold. You man. jump the gun. Some... Yeah, exactly. They're not sold. You jump the gun on great quarterbacks. That, okay, Josh Allen, I think you're going to pull the trigger on him. Yeah. And you're going to say, yep. I mean, Mahomes. Yeah, he, like, yeah, Mahomes, like they already did. It, those guys are like, there's no way this guy's. Yeah, we're not letting, we're not letting him dip a toe in free agency. No. Because some team's going to come out and be like, you want 50? We'll give you 50. Yeah. Someone's, someone's going to make a mistake. Another interesting take I heard is like, in, in the NBA, you can kind of decide. No, I don't want to go to this little small market, little small team because, yeah. you know, I need my shoe endorsements. I need, like, somewhere there would be a big market. I can get commercials and stuff. 
But you know what? With our short-lived careers that we have, or short-lived careers that you have in the NFL, yeah, I'll go to Buffalo. Yeah, I'll play over there. It's the NFL. And, you know, because you don't have typically four or five years. Yeah. And take the money. And why wouldn't you? So it's gonna be interesting. Um, what do you think about? It's gonna be some interesting matchups this week too, and some other things to look at is. Is the playoffs coming around the corner? You're just starting to think about if the Cowboys make the playoffs, we have to face Tampa. So, looking at that, and I know I'm skipping a couple games because you shouldn't really do that, but hey, it's a podcast. We're not the coach. We're not the Dallas Cowboys team. So, we can look at that and say, look, all right, we're going to be, I think we're confidently going to be the Giants. Hopefully, Philly does their job, takes care of Washington. And Heineke, the quarterback, and then we got to face Tampa. Tampa has a really good offense that's clicking now. Now they haven't been; they've been inconsistent this year with Brady, but they still have Evans, Godwin. They got Gronk. Uh, they got Scotty Miller, Fournette, Fournette, and you still have Ronald Jones. So it's like they're. They got a stacked offense. I think they've got something there now, especially after their bye week. They did some, hey, let's kind of redo the offense to where it works for Brady. Yeah. But Brady's still, he's lighting it up. As a Cowboys fan, like, to me it would be the Rams or Tampa. I don't want to play New Orleans at all. Um, So, I. But that's where we're locked in because we'd be the fourth seed. Yeah. So we'd have to play Tampa. Now their defense, too, they're pretty good. Not too bad. But what I was thinking is their offense is, is weaker in the, in the area that kills us, which is stopping the run. Yeah. Like, we cannot stop the run no matter what. Even, even against the Eagles, they still put up, I, I think, 200. But are we, the, uh, or something. are we the ointment to solve that problem? Right, you play Dallas like you got a third round pick or a third round or third uh, string quarter or running back back there running for like 120, 150. I don't think so. I I think they they like to they fall in this weird thing with Bruce Arians where they like to start throwing it around. Yeah. And when they should be running it and running it, and the only reason I know this guys is because I own both of their running backs in one of my keeper you leagues. Own them? Well, I own them. They're oh, on my team. Jeez. Oh, twenty twenty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? They're about? on my roster. Okay. <laughs> And I know that they go away from the run, which is sometimes detrimental to the running backs because they're not getting enough carries. And so I'm kind of thinking that's perfect for us. Yeah, throw the ball around. We've actually been shown to be decent recently with interceptions now. And I think, and I think okay, we've had a, a good four-game run. I know. I know. Let's, let's slam on the brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doomsday's not back. I mean, it, it's we played some weaker opponents the last few games. I get, I get all that. They're not winning. Teams. You, you play who the schedule dictates you right. play, right? If you're a good team and you got four bad teams, you beat the teams. You beat them, and they're ten and five. Let's not act like you know they're just tearing it. I, up. I get so frustrated when you're listening to the radio station and stuff like. Big win, but this team sucked. I mean, but... It, okay, the Chiefs played a bad team. They blew them out. Okay. Man, actually, the Chiefs aren't blowing out anymore. No, they're not. That's why my hot sports opinion I, is that... Uh, I think they're, they're usually... They're, okay, there's two sides of that argument. Just real quick caveat as we go down this Chiefs pathway is, yeah, they're not killing teams, 
They find a way to win. Well, they find a way to win. So, that, so that's the counter argument to that. Like, well, they're they're winning ugly games, and that's yeah, yeah. what you should do. You should be able to win, but still, they're and they're red, also the Super Bowl champions. Red offense, and they're just they're not killing it as much. Every as team's anymore. giving you their all, though. You're that Super Bowl champion, right? Every team's coming out. I got to beat the champions. I got to beat the champions. I mean, the, the Raiders are the only loss. But look at the Raiders now. They're nowhere. Yeah. So kind of interesting to see. So, in the AFC, who's the most dangerous? In my opinion? In your opinion. I don't want to play Buffalo. Okay, wait, you're excluding... You, you are excluding... Uh, Buffalo, to me, is the best team in the AFC. But Kansas City, you're throwing them out the window. Yes. Buffalo. I think Buffalo. Yeah. I, I, I can see that. That defense is stout. I've had them all year on fantasy. They've done me nothing but good. I, I missed one week with them because they were on a, a bye, but they've they've done me well. Someone's gonna make noise though is that Ravens. I think they're gonna <laughs> look, they're lined up right now with the Steelers. I don't know who's taking that one. They, they whooped them. I don't know, man. Just the thing that's weird about this year is like your fans aren't in the stadium. You might have five, ten thousand people. The Cowboys have like, you know, 30, yeah, 000. that's a big. Hey, that's a that's a big notion right there. It's like today today's game this year. It's not so much of a home field advantage, other than snow and yeah weather. Think about Tampa coming here, right? Tampa doesn't have people like this many fans at their stadium. They walk in here, and all of a sudden, it's a playoff atmosphere. So you better damn well be sure that they're probably going to be mostly cowboy fans in there. Yeah, but you got to get the most winning as quarterback in history yeah. right now. I don't think he's scared of. Cowboys. No, like, you don't have to be scared of them, but you damn well better be worried when that if that pass rush no, comes after you. That's what, okay. That's the key. If we end up playing them, we end up going down that road, and we play them. If you start getting in Brady's face, you start rocking him, sacking mm-hmm. him. He's the been, ball's gonna he's flutter. Been known to like get a little scared. Yeah. I mean, he starts to get gun shy, and he will falter. They've done it to him before. That's how he lost, yep. you know, the games that he's lost. And it seems like this defense is coming in on the stride. Like they're they're right. they're hitting all cylinders. Like they're bending and not breaking, which is we talked about that. This team is notorious for that over the past you know decade. They bend but they don't break. Yeah, like you'll get four hundred yards against them, but you're going to get seventeen points because they stop you at some point. And maybe that's what's happening. Maybe Nolan's philosophy is finally kicking in. Right? There's no off season. They couldn't implement the game plan the way they wanted to or should have. And now it's, it's just a situation where time is, has come and, and this defense is starting to realize, like, okay, this is what we have to do. And the thing, too, about them, like I said, they, they'll go with the run early on, and if it doesn't work, they just turn it off. Yeah. Like Bruce Arians says, nope, we're going to start throwing. And then if you're playing good defense on the back end and you can got some, you got some guys who can cover – and you got some, you got some major guys to cover. I mean, Mike Evans. No, yeah, yeah. I think he just broke the uh, Tampa Bay touchdown season record. I think who, he had thirteen who, touchdowns. Who runs with Evans all game? I'm, I'm gonna say Diggs. I mean, who else you got? Brown, Lewis, Awuzie. Oh. Yeah, so I like Jordan Lewis's tackling. Diggs size. That's a, that's why I'm giving it to Diggs. He's big. He's bigger than the other guys. Jordan Lewis is five eight. I mean, <laughs> honestly. I don't know how to tell you. So I, I, I told the story. The story, I, I was behind him in the movie theater in line getting tickets. Yeah, but if he can jump up to 10 feet. No, no, I mean, fine. yeah, yeah, he's impressive, <laughs> right? I mean, he's obviously an athlete, right? A professional athlete at that. But 
size matters in some conditions. And if Mike Evans, who's 6'4", 6'5", and is notorious to out-jump people, that's yeah. how he made his career at A&M. Uh, all right. So you're saying, uh, first off, yeah, we've jumped, out of the, we've jumped to the NFC, but AFC, we're both saying Buffalo is the toughest team right if, now. My prediction would be if it can happen. Hey, what about the Titans, though? I'm worried about Titans. You don't think they can start running that ball? And Tannehill's actually playing really well. They got AJ Brown. I mean, yeah, that's okay. That's that's a that's a. Can that, they beat the Chiefs? I don't know about that. I think Buffalo can beat the Chiefs. But see, that's what running the ball is all about in playoffs. Yeah, and you Derek have a, Henry, a great runner, right? Beast. No, I mean, at, hey, that's right, what. This, so rank your top three in the AFC right now. You have, I guess, obviously, you're saying Buffalo's the most Buffalo dangerous. Chiefs. You got Baltimore, Miami, Titans, and Steelers. You're not going to say Cleveland. I wouldn't think Cleveland's going to be. You never know, man. Um, on paper, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens. So now you're putting what? Wait. I'm just, no, no particular order. Just those three. You asked me the three. You okay, didn't, so. you didn't ask me to go in order. I if I go in order, I said give me your top three. Okay, Buffalo, Chiefs. Well, top three could be like my top three in any order. It doesn't really have to no, be. No, it has to be in order. It doesn't have to be a specific order. You weren't, you weren't specific. Um, I would say Buffalo, Kansas City, and I hate to say it, Baltimore. Their defense. I just I don't like. I don't like what's his name. I don't believe in him. <laughs> I just don't. You're still proving you wrong every, I just don't. every and game. That's fine. I think he actually fool me wrong longevity wise. I think he actually won the game against you for the third place game in our league. Yeah, like 50-something okay. points. Oh, God bless him. Yeah, great. Well, we have Kamara on your team. That helps, too. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. So what, the, what, the, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> six touchdowns. I mean. You could have had seven. Any given Sunday, and man. pulled him out. And just any like, given. Hey. hey, man, for what we did in fantasy this year, I'm proud of my team. I went with the rookie quarterback halfway through the season who wound up being a really good play for me. Good pickup, too. And, like, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a good running back at all this whole season. I had, like, second-tier level. Running backs had to do a lot of changes on that. <coughs> I still came out fourth, man. It's not it's not bad. Ten man league, fourth place, I'll take it. Yeah. That's a second place finish last year and a fourth place this year. So Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right, NFC. So we got Green Bay, their first their first seed. Yeah. Chicago, New Orleans. Uh, we got the Rams, uh, Seahawks, Tampa, and then which currently stands Washington but uh, very much probably will be the Cowboys. <laughs> My top two would be Dallas. <laughs> Whoa! Joking, I'm joking. Yes, okay, that head. Uh, Green Bay, obviously, um, they're head and shoulders above the rest of the NFC. Probably followed by New Orleans. Really depends if if Breeze is 100 percent back, but you know, do we'll they really need him? He's, he's a little bit more dangerous. They're, I mean, they lost to the Eagles for God's sake. Yeah, Taysom Hill did really well. He lost to the Eagles. That's why I think the Eagles are going to win over here this next week, but. Um, Really about Seattle? No, Seattle's a sleeper. I probably put Seattle at third. Definitely not Chicago. No. I hate the Rams. I hate the Bears. Uh, Green. I Bay. hate the Rams uniform, so they're out for me. Green Bay white. for sure is number one for me. Saints. And then, if I had to pick between Cowboys and Tampa, I'd have to say. I think we got a slugger's chance against Tampa, but I think overall Tampa's probably a little bit better than us. 
I think you mentioned earlier in the podcast, like the last three games and the scores Dallas has put up, right? The points. This team seems to be hitting at the right time. You just got to be hot going to the playoffs, man. That's all you got to do. You got to be hot. You know what? I might change that. I'm going to change my I'm going to change the Seahawks. And I say this because to win the NFC, Jamal Adams and stuff, their defense has been playing a lot better. Yeah. And I think they could make it far into the playoffs. So I, I had to go with them. I mean, I'm going to switch that. So what are your top three? Yeah, that was my top three. So the Green Bay, Saints, and yeah. the Seahawks. Now, I, I, would, I would agree. What about MVP? Who's your MVP choice? <coughs> I would say Rodgers based off what happened last year. Yeah, we're, year. we're on the same page. I think yeah. Rodgers is just killing it this yeah, year. Yeah, it's just, again. Even that game against the, it was the Titans, right? Like, just blasted him. <coughs> he can do it in, like, any weather. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's just. And with Devontae out Got his old school chin yeah. strap on. No one wears those anymore. The Rydell's the old school. Just doing what he has to do. He's freaking double checking it, the belt again. Like, he's just doing his thing, so. Discount double check. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I, I, I agree with. I, I mean, I think I've said this before. So Mahomes is really good. He's talented. I think he's more, probably more talented at this stage in his career, perhaps. But, but see, that's where you start talking about like, <coughs> it's a good thing. Uh, Colin Cowherd talks about this all the time. It, it's the most valuable player, not the guy who puts in the most stats, not yeah. the guy who puts in the most yards and you know touchdown passes, but to your team, are you the most valuable? If you were to lose Rodgers. Like, where would Green Bay be? I mean, I, I also look at it from a standpoint of who you have around you. Like, Mahomes has a yeah, exactly. He's got plethora yeah. of options. Rodgers has Adams and the running back. That's, he's got the number one receiver, and he's a tight end. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, Tyreek Hill and, and you know. Running backs. Oh, the one guy got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. But but who they go and know, get? He still has Hardman. He still has a, a couple other guys. The dude from the Jets? Who was that in Pittsburgh? Who went to the Jets? Now I'm forgetting. Bell? Oh. He's got Bell, too. I mean, you still got him. Yeah, gets hurt every 10 minutes. Don't worry about that guy. So, within our podcast, he's been hurt. But I'd say on Green Bay. (laughs) How many times? They have Aaron Jones. He's a good running back. Yeah. Good receiving running back. And, of course, I think they got one of the best receivers, Devontae Adams. (coughs) Yes, by far. Other than that, got like Scantling Villains, Dowding, or whatever his name is. Scantling belt is... Who does the most with the least? That's what I would look at. And Rodgers has done the most with the least. Yeah, if like one of these guys goes out, (coughs) how's your team going to perform? I think that's the most valuable player. Yeah, That's what it's supposed to stand for. So I think in this case, (coughs) I agree with you and definitely Rodgers. All right, all right. Most valuable player for the Cowboys, in your opinion this year. That is a really difficult question because I actually might say this, and it's, I'm going to get flack for it. I'm going to say Andy Dalton. Wow. Because without – so remember when we first signed Andy Dalton? We were just like, wow, we freaking got a solid back. I, I recall back. being very excited. And I, I'm like, okay, well, we haven't needed him, right? Because well, we haven't really needed a backup quarterback in a while. Our guy doesn't get hurt. Doesn't get hurt. All of a sudden he gets hurt. Well, how good was it to have a quarterback of that stature, that veteran, <coughs> that quality of a guy? I mean, who would we probably have had if Dad got hurt? We didn't have Dalton, Rush. Cooper Rush, yeah, and then Danuch. 
or, or I mean, we had Kellen Moore on the sideline. He could have maybe thrown some pads and stuff. <laughs> Come out and southpawed people to death. But And I think from – he had, you know, decent games. But then now he's he's only – he's the reason we're kind of turning it into because we talked about those receivers and five touchdowns each. Well, that's because of him. So I think if you if you saw the – well, we saw the game where Danucci played and it was terrible. Yeah. And then we had one good game. Gilbert. Uh, yeah, Gilbert, but he's really been holding it together for us. You yeah, can't, no. You can't I, say I, Zeke and Pollard hasn't done enough. Cooper would be my other choice. I mean, yeah, he's I mean, had a good but, season. I mean, who's going to give him the ball? If, if there's no one to give him the ball, then I guess he's not really Yeah, Danucci's starting. Like, he's not getting the ball. So I, no one's getting the ball. I'm going to have to go with old Red Rifle there. What's your thoughts? He's in my uh, my top two. Cooper would be my other one. So, but yeah, who's number one? Who's your <coughs> most valuable player on the Cowboys? Cooper. Really? Yeah. Dalton's a close second. If not, 1A and 1B. Yeah, Cooper really hasn't fallen off. <coughs> no. Surprising this no. Year. He's there been, hasn't, there hasn't been a game where he's, he's had a quiet, yeah. successful season. And he has, he has proven that he was worth the, the first round pick we gave up for. Him. Yeah, I think so. <coughs> we turned it around as soon as we got him. That now I better. I'm very surprised Ceedee Lamb's not in the. T- he's not even in the top ten for the rookie of the year. Yeah, I which mean, is kind of shocking to me. He's doing well, but yeah, there's just. It, I think he's done great. But I think with Dalton, he just it it took time for him to start connecting with these guys. Man, obviously he has a connection with with, with Gallup. That back shoulder fade was beautiful. I mean, he seems to have a connection with everybody. Like yeah, he just, he spreads it around. I mean, he just he plays good football. He doesn't seem like, and I don't think Dallas has a receiver that's coming to the like. They don't have a TO anymore. Or Dez, like, give me the, give me the ball. I want the ball. Right. You have you have a pretty <clears throat> calm, level headed threesome that are just like all about. Hey, I mean, Gallup said this week he wants to stay in Dallas as long as he can. He doesn't want to leave. That's good. That's, right. That's good. That's good. I mean, you okay over there? Keep coughing. You got the COVID? No, no. I, I, you know, last last episode I had a cold, and um, I think for me when I get a cold, I go through a process, yep. and it starts like I'm all sniffly and stuff, and then I'll get a, like a a very dry hack cough that is not productive, and not very good for the cast either. And it usually la- yeah, not at all. <laughs> but it usually lasts for a good two solid weeks for me, and that's usually my sick period for the year. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm in that dry hacking right now. Oh, and I apologize. Yourself, I'm trying. It doesn't help. You know, it's, it's 35 degrees outside right now. But I'm powering through. I'm I'm here for you guys. I'm here for the people. All 13 of you. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate everyone. And out of those 13, Donovan and I probably listen to it three times each. So, uh, all right. So we talked about the playoffs. Let's make some predictions then. Who you got going all the way? Let's, let's actually just do this. AFC championship game. NFC I don't know game. if the championship game can happen. I don't know the, the how the things work right now, right? My dream scenario would be Buffalo against, against KC. That would be my dream. My dream NFC, of course, would be Green Bay versus Dallas. Well, we can do the – we can run it through. So, if you're saying – and I said dream, Titans, people. Okay, Titans dream. beat Miami, right? That should be... That's an easy... That's, that happens. It's at, it's at Tennessee. That happens. You think the Dolphins are going to go over there? No. no they're not going to... 
The cold weather. No. <coughs> they're going to be. Team fun. of the year, though. Maybe. Then you got. So we're going to say they're a winner. And then you have. They got the Fitz Magic, though, right? Baltimore. Well, they've been trading them out in, yeah. in and out. They're basically, they're doing like a pitcher situation where they might just. Which isn't really doing good for the rookie. Yeah, well. Ride or die with them, you know what I'm saying? They probably shouldn't have made that decision. We got Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. So it's at Pittsburgh. Ooh, that's a toss me up right there. All right, and then Buffalo is going to kill Cleveland, I think. Might be the highest point differential in the playoff history, <laughs> honestly. You got the COVID now? No. Okay. So, Let's check it. So, what are we going to say then? <coughs> Buffalo's two. <clears throat> Baltimore, I'm going to say Baltimore wins. So, Baltimore, or, or okay, who's two? Six. Buffalo's number two? Buffalo's two. Baltimore's so, they're not going to play KC. They'll play KC later on. Yeah. So, so there's Bal- a good chance Baltimore, they could meet each other. They, Buffalo would have to play Baltimore if if things won out the way you say it. If Baltimore beats Pittsburgh, they're going to have to play. The six is going to play the two. Yeah. And then the Titans, four. Uh, would play the Chiefs. Yeah. No. No, you're – no, no. Other way. Yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs are going to play Baltimore because yeah. they're the six seed. And then Buffalo would play Titans. So it could happen. So from that, who's making it? They're – it's going to be Kansas. I think it's Kansas City. I think Buffalo. In Buffalo. I think Buffalo goes to the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. You say Chiefs? Because I know your family's kind of Mahomey. No, we do like we do like Mahomes, Texas Tech. So would you say he's your like? So after the Cowboys, that's your second team? No, I'd say that's my second. That's my player. I, so I like for the me, guy. I don't I know if I've like said this guy. before. I, my. After the Cowboys, like my next like favorite player is, is Aaron Rodgers. Oh, has always been that's smug a hole. And if you notice, like other fantasy leagues we played years, he, I always sense. I always get him as a quarterback. You two matching up like that? Why? A hole action. Oh wow. A hole connection. Okay. <laughs> no, wow. he's just smug. I don't like him. <coughs> so you're saying I'm smug? Plus, he's killed us many, many, many times. I just like the guy. I like his attitude. Oh, I don't like his attitude. But a quarterback, I like that. I think he's still really talented. Uh, I think Buffalo, they're they're riding the storm, man. I think you're right. I think they're going to match each other. They're going to play again. So the one versus two is going to happen. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. And <coughs> unlike you, I think uh, Kansas City is going to. Okay. I, we're, we're, I mean, we still agree they should battle each other for the AFC Championship. Yeah. So we're in the same boat. Just different ones. We just have different paddles. Yeah. All right. So now, NFC. Analogy, Lenny. Thank you. NFC. <laughs> the Green Bay. The okay, you like that one? That's real. Green Bay. Okay, Green Bay Super Bowl. Is it going to be <coughs> New Orleans versus Green Bay? I think. <laughs> mm. That's the logical choice. That makes the most sense. It's another one versus two, but that doesn't. This doesn't happen that often. The cream will rise to the top. Seattle's still sitting there. I mean, they're eleven and four. <coughs> there are a lot of good, like, situational situations or whatever. There's a lot of good situations that can happen in NFC, right? Dallas gets in. We've already talked about Tampa. I mean, I'm not saying Dallas is winning the Super Bowl. I do have a question though, and we might we might address this at the end of the podcast. But people losing traction out there now and tonight. Um, but I, 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 yeah, it's it's Green Bay, Green Bay against uh, New, Orleans. New Orleans. 
We're going with so, a logical standpoint. We're going with the logical stuff here. And, and the other thing is, New Orleans is going to have the, they're going to have home field advantage against whoever they play. <coughs> that's the weaker opponent. Yeah, I mean it, it's just so like playing over there was really good for New Orleans, and playing anywhere else, they they'd have a, I think they'd have a tough time. If the they had to go the play equalizer this year is, is the fans. Well, the weather. Well, the weather too. Like oh, keeping the dome, though, but the fans, man, the fans are the equalizer this year. Like in the Buffalo Kansas City game, it could be snowing in KC. It could be snowing in Buffalo. Like they're going to be ready for that. Right, They'll both, be okay with they're that. They're both accustomed to it. But if you have a situation where New Orleans has to go to Green Bay or Tampa has to go to Green Bay, hell, if Dallas had to go to Green Bay, Green Bay's sitting there like, honestly, that's the only cold. Well, Chicago, but Chicago's not going anywhere. <coughs> Seattle could be rainy, but it's not going to be snowy. Baltimore, well, on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, there's tons of teams in the AFC that it's cold. Yeah. Like, the, the southern AFC teams yeah, suck. The, the NFC, Seattle could be cold. They're probably, yeah, it's going to be cold over there. But th- that's a cold we're dealing with right here, right now, right? It's not a cold that – it's not a KC cold, or it's not a Chicago cold. Yeah. Or a Green Bay cold. I mean, think about it. The ultimate, if it's snowing, it would be Chicago, Green Bay. I think I'm going I'm to go with Seattle. <coughs> I'm going to go Seattle, Green Bay. Wow. Yeah. In the they got Josh Gordon back right now, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> Hey, man. Playmaker's a playmaker. Now you got three. But then I still got Green Bay. Even though Lockett hasn't so done anything. Green Bay, Kansas City, Super Bowl. I got Green Bay, Buffalo. Now my... Dark horse pick would be Dallas versus Buffalo, but that's not gonna happen. That's my dark horse pick. No, I, uh, <coughs> I mean they talk about like sometimes you can get on a roll and your team is just Giants going through it, and and all of a sudden that could happen. Can't rule it out. I just don't think the Dallas Cowboys is not happening. Yeah, I just think we're we're good enough. So that's my pick on that. So you had some uh, on your own. You had. An idea you I had a question about. I wanted to have us both ponder on and think through and have a very adult-like conversation around. In the event, in the off-ball chance that Andy Dalton leads his team to the Super Bowl, and they perhaps beat Buffalo or Kansas City, what the hell happens? <laughs> the contract situation. What, what do we do? Now, what is Dalton demanding? Can we not match another team? Obviously, we're willing to pay one guy 45. But what a hypothetical. That is a good question. What would happen? What would you do? From a fan base? Right, everyone's in love with Dak. We love him. The Dak, the Dak talk used to be so 50-50. Now it seems to be swaying more 75-25. More for Dak. But it used to be like, yeah, but Dalton's let us. But they don't. Games in a row, and he's doing well. Like you said, Matt Mosley said Matt Mosley said he was a bus driver. I don't see him as a bus driver. Yeah, I completely. If he's a bus driver, he's in charge of like ten different buses, and like he's leading them all. So earlier today, Matt Mosley, he he's on a on a TV show today, like voicing his opinion. You said the Colin Coward show on Colin Coward, and wow, that's a big for Matt Mosley. Okay, he was saying that Dak is better by far. Not and, by far. You know, they put some numbers up and they showed the comparison. And I said, 
He's really not. No. He's, he's, he's a better... I think people have an opinion of him, and like he's like so much better. But then when you put numbers together, put wins together, mm, not really like, there. Like, fans of Dak will not understand the fact that he could have potentially started the season 0-5. At least 1-4. They should not have beat Atlanta. That was luck. Yeah. Had nothing to do with Dak. I mean, yes, he brought us back. But at the end of the day, Atlanta's playing prevent the whole freaking game. They're beating us so bad. Um, guys, he, he's, he's good. He's good. I don't want to take anything away from the guy. He is good. He is not elite. So stop with the Dak elite talk. He's not elite. He's not going to be elite. So what would you do? You GM hat on now. What are you doing? Well, since we screwed ourselves in the draft process, we're not going to get any of those guys. Um, me personally, man, I, I think I've said this many a time on the podcast. Like, I would be very curious to see what Dalton could do with the full complimentary offense. The line's back. They're healthy. Zeke's good. They figure out how to play Pollard. You got these, you know, three-headed monster receiver who you got for another year at least with, with Gallup's contract coming up, with Cooper only having really a two-year CD being a first round pick, so we got a four year option or four year, five year, fifth year option with him. You got Dalton Schultz emerging. You got Jarwin coming back. Tyron Smith, uh, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins. You got you got Biotis coming in his own at center. Um, Connor McGovern probably co- replacing Connor Williams at, at guard. <laughs> You've got a lot of optimistic. You got a lot of optimism for next year for this team on offense by far. To where you could literally say, like, think about it from, I said this earlier in the podcast, like, think about Steele. Think about Knight, McGovern, the valuable time, be honest, the valuable time they're getting to play this year. Consistency is happening. Continuity is happening. This team is, is, is giving Dalton time. So it means the backup situation would be great next year to where you got good backups. I mean, how far, I've always said this, like, how different would this team be Fully healthy with Dak and fully healthy with Dalton. I know. I don't see there being that big of a difference. Dak might win you a game off athleticism, like having to break out, throwing a Beasley pass like he did in 18, like against the Giants. Like that could happen. But I don't, I don't, I don't see it being vastly different, guys. I just don't. Nothing against Dak. Okay, but you're avoiding the question. What are you going to do? I signed Dalton. I signed Dalton. Okay, how many years? Three years. $25 million a year. He's 32, so he'll be 35 at the end of the contract, 36. I, I, I go with Dalton. Gilbert's my backup. And what do you do with Zeke? I mean, not Zeke. What do you do with uh, Dak? I'm sorry. Sign trade. Some team will take him. That's a really I, – I, I wish I had a contradictory opinion on it. Because I think Dak could be very good for the team in the coming years. But we have this big situation to deal with, which is salary cap. And this year... It's massive. It's going to drop next year. It's going to go down. It's going to go down. You can't pay this guy. So if you lock up that much money with his quarterback, which I hopefully he would understand, hey, we can't do this anymore. He should. But he doesn't seem to. Somebody on Twitter, I, I, I said something about, like, Dak bought everybody like some hovercrafts or something for Christmas. Scooters I, or something. I commented on, 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 on Twitter like, hey, he probably should have saved the money and taken less money next year. <laughs> and someone said, oh, would you walk into your boss and say like, 
you want less money because you don't feel like you're valued? I'm like, in his position? Yeah, I would. Like your ankle got twisted the opposite direction. Like we don't know what's coming back. You can make all these videos about, hey, I'm going to come back stronger and better. Okay. Like no one knows that. Well, but see, then you're, the goal is to win a championship. That's the goal. And if you want $45 million, we're not going to win a championship. Like why don't you give us a championship? <coughs> then you can say, then you can make a demand. Because if he's at 45, your wide receiver one's at 20, and your running back's at 13, that's almost damn near, what, 40? 35 to 45% of your salary cap? Oh, then let's throw in your defensive end that you're paying 15, 16 a year to. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think, <coughs> you know, I hate to contradict myself and say that, you know, I've been saying obviously that I think Dalton's doing really well. But I'm going to be contradicting myself here just, just to say I think because of the cap situation next year and what we need to, what we need to solve yeah. in our back end of our defense, on the front line too, our defensive line, then you do have to sign someone like Dak, I mean, like Dalton, yeah. who's done really well. Hey, did a great job for us. Can you do it again? He probably could. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to take a big chunk of money off the cap. I mean, said you, you franchise him <coughs> and then you trade him. You franchise him, it's 37 next year? Or you sign him to a long-term deal. Now, if you sign him to a long-term deal, you can spread the money out. But you're basically putting yourself in salary cap hell down the line. Because at some point, $45 million is going to be on the table to where you're going to have to pay him. Yeah. <clears throat> the first year, might, they might be able to finagle it to where it's like, I don't know, 25 26 something like that. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to pay this guy. I think it's a smarter move. Just because, you know, all these other guys, as we've seen, they're aging. So we've got our offensive line is – and they're young, but they're aging in terms of, like, NFL. Years, yeah, yeah. yeah like, NFL quality I mean, Tyron, so players. not even 30 yet. You know, or if Tyron, he is, he's just know, 30. Their, their body's starting to degrade. <coughs> you know, we're trying to see, hey, they're not Superman. Yeah. And so you've got to start addressing that. And we've seen this year that our backups at first weren't that good. And they're still not that good, but they're doing okay. They're doing. I, I think they're against I think, against teams that are not that great either. You, you found your center of the future this year. You drafted him last year. He's your center moving forward. That's your number one. So your center's solidified. You got him. You got receivers. Are stacked. Your receivers are good. Your running back situation is good. Pollard's got another two years. Zeke's here for at least another two, three. Linebackers are okay. <laughs> Just so that's what I'm saying. Like your offense, from a standpoint of like a GM, right? I don't necessarily have to draft. I might draft a lineman here or there, but at the end of the day, the majority of my draft coming up in 2021 is defensively yeah. heavy. Linemen, linebackers, D-tack. cornerbacks, safety, we, for God's yeah, sake. Safety, we need cornerbacks. There's a lot that we need. Which means that your offense better be stout because you're going to struggle in some respect when you have these, these rookies out there playing defense. Yeah, <clears throat> and I don't think we've seen a situation that Dalton's been in where you say – Man, he's just struggling. This the game. game's not big enough. Like, it, it's not too big for him. No. So he's played with he's played with worse, but he's also had a couple of good receivers in his career. He knows how to play. He, he also look, came he never into, looks flustered. You ever seen him look no. flustered? He looks like he's having fun. Down fourteen three. He wasn't like oh, it was over. Look from his perspective. He comes in from being in Cincy for years. Comes in here, doesn't have an off season necessarily. Doesn't really know what's going on. Doesn't learn everything. He's not getting the reps. And now all of a sudden, the first team reps. He gets hurt. That might have been the best thing to happen for him for t- taking two weeks off and kind of just relaxing, calming down, like realize what's going on. Then come back and like, okay, let's go. So I, I just, 
I can't believe I agree with you on this one, but I do. I think it's the wiser decision because I also think he's not going to be asking forty no. million. He's, he's, he's probably he lives in the area, right? Is he now? Or yeah, he's here. He's been here because he's from he's from here. Yeah, so I think I think he, I think he still had a home even though he was in Cincy. I mean, he makes enough money where he can have two houses. You know, he's he's one of those fortunate folk. But I, I think at the end of the day, like he's not going to be asking for. Now, if he comes out, okay, if they win the Super Bowl, let's just hypothetically say, he wins the Super Bowl, and like then he could come out and say, I want 40. Okay, now we got a conversation, but I don't think that would happen. I think he would come out and say, I'll take a three-year. Well, he probably realizes, look. A Kirk me, Cousin kind of contract. Like, where am I going to get this from? He's already rich. And why would I try to go somewhere else yeah. where I might not have the talent that I'm going to have here? Yeah, I, I mean, I know, exactly. I mean, think, think about it as a quarterback's dream. Yeah. I got CD, Coop, Gallup to throw to, plus. I got young Charlie receivers. Schultz and, like, come on. Like, Pollard, Zeke. Uh, there, there's. That's a dream as a quarterback to be on yeah. this offensive team. So I, I think, I don't know, it's a good discussion, man. So, anything else you got to talk about? No, I think we're good. I think uh, we're just going to say, man. Godspeed. I think, I think we can do it, everyone. We can escape out of this 2020. Yeah. And the Cowboys, with the new year, we get to go into the playoffs. Who would have thunk wow. this back at week 10? Maybe 2021 is going to turn us to everything around. We'll see, man. Hopefully. At least Ripple, if you, if you want to be honest. <laughs> so, XRP. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening uh, to us tonight. I, I hope all of you had a great Christmas, holiday, Hanukkah, whatever, and uh, have a great new year. And hopefully... This COVID stuff goes away. We can get back to a normal way of living, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, and I guess ho- hopefully you guys can listen to us again for another cast because we can keep this thing going. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening to us. You guys take care, and uh, talk to you later. Happy New Year.